Hello and welcome to Phoenix Vision. I'm Jess Farmer and my guest today is none other than Bobby Ward, conscious entrepreneur, flag bearer for Vorto Trading Limited and a dear friend of mine. So this was a beautiful conversation and dialogue between us. We spoke about many things, including conscious entrepreneurship and what that means to Bobby, some of Bobby's exciting projects that he's got in the pipeline to the good of humanity. We spoke about love and its role within the cosmic thread of the universe, as well as some of the amazing things that Bobby's been through at a recent retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza. So it's a fantastic podcast. I really, really enjoyed recording this with my man, Bobby, and I'm sure you will too. So enjoy. Hello and welcome to Phoenix Vision. I am here with none other than Mr. Bobby Ward, conscious entrepreneur, flag bearer of the Vorto Collective and all round amazing human being with the emphasis on the being. Uh, I met Bobby by chance or whether it is actually by chance is debatable <laughs> uh, at a meditation and I'm very happy to say that a beautiful friendship has blossomed between us through some of the work we've done together. Uh, archetypally, this guy is a through and through visionary with a list as long as your arm of exciting projects to bring into fruition that will help humanity in the global consciousness shift it is currently going through, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into a little bit during the podcast. So welcome, brother. Great to have you on board. Thank you, Jess. It's lovely to, to be on my first ever podcast uh, with a legend like you. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate it's mirroring you back to you man <laughs> so mate uh we'll kick off i'll say thank you for coming on uh, i'd love to ask you about your journey through life uh, what led you into the role that you're currently playing in terms of conscious entrepreneurship as well as what that term means to you cool so my my journey so to speak to self-realization started I would say about six years ago, I've always throughout my life been a person that is ambitious, wants to be productive, um, but I got caught in the in the corporate world and uh, I went through a stage in my, between like 16 and 25 of partying, partying and partying. Like literally I was just chasing the party. and. Um, even though along that journey, I was progressing in my career, I was being promoted, I was head of a trading desk by the age of 18, I had 10 staff underneath me at that time, and they were all older than me, probably between the age of 20 and 30, and then you got this young 18-year-old dude guy, but I was the first in, last leave, you know, so I, I had the work ethic in me, I've always had the work ethic, um, and as I say, like that, that longing to progress myself in the world um but what what happened was i was sabotaging myself by going out drinking and just chasing the pleasures of life i just got caught i just got caught in having those kind of uh moments where, where i would go out all night you know i'd sleep in the office i'd come back uh, i'd be in the office i'd uh, go downstairs get a, a shirt press come back up to the office go about my business but there was definitely uh, a massive area where i was um i was lacking you know like i even though i was up for you know reading books about manifesting money 
I wasn't aware of this other kind of more holistic, more uh, uh, way in which to pers- like develop on a personal level and, and grow into whoever it is I want to become. So between those ages, 16, 25, I used to, I was doing well, but it was definitely limiting because all of the money that I was earning, I wasn't reinvesting in myself. I wasn't reinvesting in uh, businesses or property or anything like that. I was spending it on clothes, watches, cars, restaurants, um, just as I say, chasing that buzz. And then I went through... um, a period in my life where I got a new uh, a new place and it was really, really stunning. And I just started reading books. And that's where my journey started until it took me about nine months along that journey of starting to change um, the way in which I was seeing the world, the, the, the views that I had that from one of material, like I was measuring my success in a material sense, and that started to shift the more books that I read and autobiography of a yogi, all of these like fantastic books that you read and you start to have realizations. But that was it. About six years ago, I was reading certain books of that nature. And um, I then met Vicky, my my partner, who come into my life, and I was still drinking alcohol at this time, um, but she came into my life and we really, you know, we we hit it off. We were so aligned in so many ways. Um, she she came into my life and she started drinking a little bit of alcohol because uh, she, you know, fitness instructor, never, you're always on her health, alkaline diet, glowing as a human. Um, and then she was, you know, dating me who was getting a takeaway most nights. You know, I lived in this beautiful place, but I wasn't going to be cooking dinner. You know, like I'd rather read a book, order dinner and yeah it just got to a stage where uh Vic was like how are you feeling you know like eating all of that hard stuff drinking alcohol that I was drinking and it would at least be a few times a week I'd still be out at this stage um or or had a drink and she was like when would you like stop that when would you think because at that stage I was still of the belief I need to do this for my work because I'm socializing and that's how we gain business. And that started to change when I started to take a step back from the material uh, world and the matrix and start to live from a place of um, a, a, like a, I'm a soul. I'm not, a, I'm not a human. I'm not Mr. Bobby Ward that uh, is an identity within the oneness. I am the oneness. I'm currently embodying that person and playing those roles as a human. And now I'm a dad and I'm a business owner and I'm, I've got lots of things going on in the world, but I'm just living from a place that is um, a place of oneness. And I see everyone with um, love, good intentions, because ultimately everyone is me. So yeah, it's been a journey over the last six years of, exploring all different tools and techniques all different uh teachers of this kind of information this knowledge um and yeah obviously i'm working with you as well as a a life coach you know so this this is only just the start for me 
really. I know I've been on this journey for six years, but there's so much more growth. There's so much more that I'm excited to get my teeth sunk into. And I'd love to to share some of the techniques and tools and things that I've learned along my journey with others, because ultimately I want to see everyone feeling this good. I want to see everyone um, living from a place of joy, abundance, health. Uh, and that's the greater calling. When you start to do this work, I think you then get your real calling in life. Mm, that's beautiful, man. Thank you. Uh, what one one observation I've made because uh, I've, mm. I've been really lucky to um, to get to know some of your network and um, yeah, they're all lovely human beings. Everyone that's connected to you that I've met and you know they they all you know they see you as of like a really like inspiring like. Um, like pillar really uh, of all the people that I've spoken to and um and a few of them have uh, they've also commented on like wow like like Bob like Bobby's like gone through like a really big change he 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 wasn't he wasn't like he is now and uh and it, it's kind of like um you know it's it's it's, it's quite it's, it's quite radical in a way hearing of like where you come from and uh you know look looking like the human being that you are now just being this like pillar for so many people it's like really inspiring man so like uh, I, I guess my question on that is that w w was there like um was there like a, a a big one moment or a realization or was it more of a more of a gradual transition or, or like because sometimes people kind of get to a place whereby something happens there they're, they're like mm. you know what I've had enough I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change this or was it more it was a, a, I remember it very clearly actually I started all of this April I think it was 2017 and. What I started to go through realizations, I started to jot down notes in these realizations that I'm having. But there was a pivotal moment that really changed the way in which we lived. Um, as in we, I'm saying Vic and I. And uh, December um, 2017, Vic wrote um, a whole book in the space of ten days. And it was it was over Christmas, so I wasn't at work. Um, and we spent those whole like those ten days together. We didn't leave that apartment. I, I literally had to go out and get food supplies and whatever. But Vic was going through uh, an experience where she was writing things that she didn't she wasn't aware of like before. It's just there was something that happened, and Vic was the vessel for the divine information to the intelligence to communicate through. And Vic would be up like writing notes, being a yoga mat, and she might be handwriting notes, she might be typing. And when she's going through these realizations and we're to support, it was me at first, but then she called in her, her sister and her brother because we was taking shifts on sitting with Vic while she was going through this experience and writing all of this information because um, she wasn't sleeping and obviously we're we, we still were he had six hours sleep in that whole 10 days bro i've never seen anything like it so that was yeah so the book is called bonded by love um we uh have lived with the information for a long time now and it's evolved so much um so it's still in editing you know like we're still working on on the book because we needed to go through this transition to realize what we need to do in order to 
after people read the book, what can they do to implement into their lives to live from a place of love? Because that's the strongest force in the universe. And um, yeah, Vic went through this experience. I went through it very much alongside her, having my own journey while she was having these realizations. And then she'd say something, and we'd have a conversation about it, and then that would lead to more realizations. And I think in that initial 10 days there's about a thousand words that were written um and since then there's been another four or five chapters added to the initial eight chapters so that was the biggest pivotal moment in the journey and along the way don't get me wrong there's been other big pivotal moments that you have like the dr joe dispenser retreat another big pivotal moment of, of late but along the journey meeting lazo which is kind of how we are connected you know, Lazo was my first quote unquote coach, you know, whatever. We're just souls here, helping one another, you know, and guiding. That's what Lazo says. I'm just guiding. That's all I'm doing. I'm and that's what I'm doing with the people that you've just mentioned. Like I'm just guiding them to their inner truths. Nothing more than that. I'm just helping them see uh and helping them feel uh purpose, feel gratitude, feel that abundance and and feel joy. So yeah, that was the the big pivotal moment. No, bonded by love. Mm, that's so beautiful, man. Like bonded by love. This is this is like the, this is the title that attracts, you know. And yeah, I I always really look forward to our conversations as well. It feels like an upward spiral for 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 both parties. Like whenever yeah together. So yeah, man. Um, I'd lo- love love to um uh, ask what your um. Mm, interpretation of the term conscious entrepreneurship is and how are you going about um being and playing this role because i i, I you've got so much so many exciting things in, in yeah the yeah, yeah so yeah if you could talk a little bit about that please bud definitely so how i see conscious entrepreneurship is ultimately we're business owners and we are creating organizations which will uh, interact with the public or they'll interact with clients what i believe it, it means is that we as business owners have a um, we make a conscious effort to have good intentions for our uh, clients and anyone that we're working with that's that's it in a nutshell because if you've got good intentions for one another you're going to have harmony within the business world you're going to have uh clients that are being looked after because the organization has good intentions for its clients so with that intention that client's going to get a good service good rate and fair and likely like maybe that client owns a business and then the ripple goes on that 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 guy then has the same ethos, the same view, the same perception that, you know, the business world, we've got caught in exploitation, we've got caught in manipulation, we've got caught in that that um, personal gain attitude where it's like, what am I getting? What am I getting? And actually them trying to uh, um, manipulate a deal, a transaction in order for you to get a, a gain on someone. But when you start to do this work, you start to realize that actually, who am I gaining on if there's no one separate to me? I'm not, uh, all I'm doing is creating karma for myself. You know, if you, there's 
the business world, right? I really, really feel calling to help shift from a place of um, me to a place of we, from a place of where people are so caught up in personal gain, but forgetting about collective gain. And conscious entrepreneurship is we need to share this information and actually walk the path that we want to see. You know, being a conscious entrepreneur is every decision that you make on a daily basis. It's what type of pens are you buying? What type of all of the stuff that you're that you're using as a business? Are is it one that is, um, you know, are you using recycled paper or are you going with a cheaper option or are you using recycled plastic or is it the cheaper option? Is it single use plastic? So these things. As business owners, we need to take responsibility for so that we can change from within. And how this uh, current ecosystem, this world, this planet is the future actually is based on the decisions of this world. These corporate execs that are making decisions to, you know, cut down large parts of the rainforest in order to plant palm trees and all of this uh, um, exploitation that the man is having on the, the planet. But who is that gaining? That's gaining that one, that, that group of individuals financially that already are in a financial position that they've got all of their needs met. So what is it? It's greed. What is it? And look, that's just part of the collective consciousness going through its karma cleansing. Um, like it's not... We're not pointing the finger here. There's no one to blame. We're all part of this collective thing together. And we need to address certain things, certain decisions that um, individuals are making that are, are having uh, a detrimental impact to the future of this planet and life itself in this physical reality. You know, we've all got kids, grandkids, family, um, and even these corporate execs have that. Where Where is the future planning? taking place and yeah there's just i've had a calling from the universe to try and plant seeds of love within the matrix so that we can start to uh, evolve through this current uh, pattern that we've seen in in some areas of our collective consciousness because that's all it is you know it's just something that's going on uh within the collective and yeah Certain decisions might be helping the collective cleanse karma. It might be helping us learn a lesson. Whatever it is, that's all fine. It's the past. It's something that we've had to go through. Yet, what decisions are we making for in this moment for the future? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it really feels like you're you're, you're seeing and operating from uh, from a higher perspective, and I can really, really sense that that perspective is very much rooted in love. And it, it, it's kind of like, I, I think we're at the time at the moment whereby, you know, the capitalist greed and what it's done to the planet, um, it, it, it's, it, it's, it is falling apart. The, you know, we, we've spoken before about like the things from the, the chakra level. It's, it's like the, the world has very much been in the third chakra for a long time, which is uh, power. Um, as long as my bottom line is looked after, who cares what the impact is on others or the environment? Mm. 
And the thing is, is that, you know, the, the, the planet is very much suffering for that. We see that uh, with the destruction of nature. You know, you mentioned about the palm trees and uh, being planted, um, uh, rainforest being cut down. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's across the board, but people are realizing and recognizing that this is not sustainable. It is not uh, a, a clever idea by, by a long mm-hmm. shot. And yep. what we're seeing is happening is uh, an emergence into more heart centered ethics and values and um, ways of doing business which is what i uh, would when i talk to people about you know auto trading which is uh, your, your business I, I very much say that these guys are operating from the heart space to do good things for the world and that is the reason why i can see you guys uh, fast becoming industry leaders because you are um in in an industry which maybe has been uh, like many other industries, quite third track or dominant, but because you're moving into the space of love, mm. reasons why you're doing what you're doing is to ultimately help the world. You know, this this transmits and, you know, it transmits to the people that you work with. It's going to transmit into all of the projects that you're bringing to fruition. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, I always think of you as like leading, leading, the, um, leading the way and uh, surfing that wave and, you know, uh, um, a saying comes to mind a high tide raises all boats um, yeah this is what i can see i can see you doing for the people around you as well as what the water collective is going to be doing for all your industry and therefore other industries and so forth so on would create this ripple so yeah mate uh i just um just just while i mentioned water would uh would, would, you, would you be keen mm-hmm. just a little bit of the background of, uh, of auto and uh as well as like the 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 platform that you envision it, it becoming to then support other things for sure so uh on i've been in business for like 15 years and pretty much all of that 15 years have been based within the currency in the banking space so Vorto Trading is a business that I've had running coming up to about eight or nine years. Uh, we've had various business partners within that, but um, now it's um, it's got to a stage where I'm able to make the decisions that I was looking to make, you know, a couple of years ago in in growing water and also um, using it as a vessel of light within the matrix because someone mentioned this to me the other day like currency is just a form of energy and what an amazing way like we're sending money all over the world so we're sending energy all over the world all of the uh currency all of the energy that comes through us we are having an impact on and ultimately sending a positive vibration out to whoever it is that we're, we're interacting with, whoever it is that we're dealing with. But also, yeah, the energy is going to every part of the world. There's not a, there's not a part that we don't trade. It, we trade over 150 different currencies. So um, but what we're doing is we've got a bit of a mission statement. You know, we've got our values and our ethos on our website, but we're openly coming out and, and saying we are – a business that has good intentions for our clients and it is a business that whenever you trade with us, you are going to get the fairest deal on the market because that's we want a client for life. We don't just want a client for a week, two weeks, two months, 
you know, I've come from that space of hard sales and we don't actually do any cold calling anymore. There's none of, there's, there's no like this wanting your business. It's now from a place of referrals. It's a, it's a movement that's spreading. It's a, it's that intention that's spreading. It's that message that's spreading that people are getting looked after and everyone is winning. You know, we work on a win, win, win principle and Anyone that refers us, refers us client, they get a paid a, a revenue share of, um, of the business. The client gets a VIP uh, service, which has a full suite of products. We can open up UK bank accounts for people, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, we're just we're just moving um, into a space of expansion because um, I have to do some restructuring. Uh, but where we're moving to next is we've got all of these high net worth individuals that we service around the world, all these corporations that we service around the world. And we are now building an app to host all of our kind of ecosystem, our network, so that we can start to um, build a hub and a center for like-minded individuals that have similar interests, that do actually have uh, good intentions for one another. Um, and we're going to have a a marketplace on there i don't want to spill the beans we're going to share some market material um, about the app before the end of the year we're looking for launch at the end of the year but the greater vision of the app is that yeah we still offer all of our uh high net worth everything that they do want a marketplace for property cars watches yachts all of that stuff right but we then once we've got uh, over 10,000 high net worths on the on the platform, the Game Changers Innovators platform. And that will be where we can plant the seeds of love because all of these individuals will be uh, making decisions on a daily basis, as I was speaking earlier, that are affecting so many other lives, whether it be uh, directly connected to them and their family members, but ultimately these high net worth individuals usually are owning large corporations that employ thousands and also affect thousands of their clients so my uh, the universe told me clearly what to do it's like you build an app something that um, is going to tick all of the boxes that a members portal club whatever you want to call it um, will uh, engage those individuals to join the app and then we're going to have webinars on the Innovators platform, we'll have webinars, podcasts, bonus retreats, helping these CEOs, helping these uh, shareholders, individuals that are uh, well and truly in the matrix and maybe very much in a material place, but not feeling great. You know, they might be worth a billion pound. However, that's unfortunately, you know, reality in this current uh, 3D um, realm. Uh, and you're seeing a lot of people that are reaching their financial targets or ambitions or whatever, and then still feeling that lack and that that missing part of them and leading them into um, living from a, a stressful place. And that's having, once again, that's having a ripple effect on the collective. So what I would like to do is create a, a vessel, a hub, a platform, a portal, whatever you want to call it, to be able to get in the eyes of as many uh, 
individuals as possible so that they can uh, start their journey to self-realization and feeling all of these great emotions that you feel once you start to let go of all of the traumas of the past and all of the uh, emotional baggage that we build up as humans. Um, but yeah, helping people uh, to their true self. Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. And makes makes me think it's, it's such a common thing among um, very successful people who have kind of got all of the material abundance that they kind of get to get to a place whereby got everything but I'm, I'm not happy and you know the the, the sayings uh, Joseph Campbell is saying you can spend the your life climbing the ladder climb 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 get right to the top of that ladder and you get you get to the top and you realize that it's lent against the wrong wall and yeah. <laughs> the person may may, may be a billionaire, billionaire but you know their health may have been sacrificed for that their family life their enjoyment of life um and um you know and th this is often for a lot of people what um sparks the the midlife crisis and it, it's it's kind of like this this looking uh, always projecting outwards and always looking externally um to for happiness or or to feel what might not be so present internally rather than looking in inwardly for and to, to create one's happiness and uh reliance on oneself rather than um, looking for um, different things that you you know you you're saying earlier like when you're around 25 like going like go for like the watches the cars and then realize yeah. actually this this isn't this isn't like it for me and the feeling mm. it leads quite nicely actually into my next question for you and uh, that that's uh, what that is what what would you say your life philosophy is and how does this philosophy weave into the projects that you're creating uh, I mean I, I've already got quite quite a good feel for it based off what you've shared already but yeah what, what what would you say on your philosophy buddy so that has changed so much that's changed so much through throughout these six years um and mostly it changed when i was at the dr joe spencer retreat and i was obviously going through deep uh meditations and having realizations and um but what dr joe's about is about walking your future self becoming your future self in this moment and feeling what that feels like and i was going through some real um like deep emotion because i could actually feel see and hear my all of these projects that i've got had all manifested had all come into this realm and were affecting millions of lives and what one of the key messages was in one of those meditations in the walking meditation is love is the key love is the key and that philosophy of my like of what i envision is i'm going to be dropping key keys of love everywhere as many places as i can drop them and people will pick up that key energetically they won't actually know it but they'll be picking up keys and when they find they're safe they've got the key like it's just they're they're breadcrumbs or whatever and people will pick up the realization or whatever the the message is from the universe when they're ready but it's my job as 
because everyone has kind of this responsibility really but you know it's just something that I would like to do throughout the rest of my life and obviously I would imagine future lives <laughs> um, is just keep dropping keys of love every person that I interact with there's love there and in whatever capacity that they pick up on that love that might energetically shift them in in a way in which it's going to help them raise their vibration you know live from a place of um fulfillment you know like for, when you feel fulfilled you can really let go of all of the anxieties um and that doesn't come from earning money that's money makes it a lot easier and it also is a wonderful tool that we can use to share abundance and to share food and to share love we can use energy as a form because we're humans and we need form things we need food we need shelter we need all of these things so love is my philosophy we are bonded by love that was our biggest moment as i've mentioned so yeah that's where that's where we're at that's lovely. I've I've got this image of golden keys raining down from the skies. Oh, yes, it, it, it's such a powerful metaphor because you know what what what, what sprung to mind as, as as you were talking then is that you know uh, a key uh, is needed to go through a door, and it's up to uh, each person um, to whether whether to choose to walk through that door or not, and whether they do walk through the door and they don't walk to, through the door. That's, that's fine. That's just completely fine either way. But yeah. the bottom line is that the person has to walk through the door themselves. You know, no one else can walk through that door for that person. You know, it's not like, uh, yeah, I'm going to walk through this door for you. So it doesn't work this way. You know? <laughs> and, you know, by, yeah. by doing what you're doing, planting your seeds of love, raining down these golden keys, you're giving so much opportunity um to so many people to empower themselves to walk through the door when they're ready and that might be today it might be tomorrow it might be next year or it might be in 10 years time or not at all as well which is uh which is which is fine as well it's just, i think it's um when when it's when it's someone's time um things have a funny way of gravitating and moving to kind of um push people in in, in this direction of uh of change transformation but you know, there's a saying that um, healing can happen instantaneously, but sometimes it takes 10 years for the person to prepare to receive that. Healing. Yes. Yeah. So, so true. It feels like you're, 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 you're giving out um, lots of opportunities to lots of people, um, which is, which is phenomenal. And uh, I, this kind of feeds into, um, uh, I want to ask you what, what importance does living by a spiritual perspective bring forth for you and how has it changed your life? Well, uh, what really helped me live from that space was actually my immersion day with Dr. Voice, who you kindly introduced me to, um, because I'd learned a lot of information and, you know, as you go along this journey of learning all of this information, it's one thing learning it and it's another thing implementing it. And don't get me wrong, I've definitely got some real core principles, pillars in my life of living from that space. But in each moment, 
you can obviously get caught in the matrix. You can get caught in the emotion, you can get caught uh, in whatever uh, stress or test or hurdle that um, you have in front of you. But Doc taught me this breathing technique. And now I'm able that when I start to get too much in the mind chatter, too much in that voice, when it gets a bit crazy and a little bit, I recognize it. And then I'm able to use the breath and instantly it will shift me. It will then shift me back from that place of, right, I am oneness. I'm the awareness of my thoughts. I'm the awareness of this moment. I am, uh, there is nothing separate from me. All of these things that I know anyway, but I just forgot in that moment. But since I had my day with uh, Doc, there has definitely been more awareness from me in when I'm starting to slip out of that zone, out of that place. Uh, and I actually want to write a book solely on that breath because it's been such an anchor for me ever since he taught me it. And it's just something that you can do throughout your walking day. And it's the most simple thing. And it's the teaching uh, handed down by Hare Krishna. You know, like that's where it's descended from throughout the gurus into uh, Dr. Voice's guru, who then passed that knowledge on to me. And yeah, imagine if everyone was living from that spiritual presence, that place of oneness. There's not going to be the same traumas in the world. There's not going to be the same decisions being made in the world. There's going to be heaven on earth. There's going to be calm. There's going to be harmony. So it's so important for us to to realize this as soon as we can, as soon as we're ready. You know, as you say, you can you can drop these um, seeds of love keys and people will pick them up when they're meant to and there is no judgment on anyone that's not there yet that you know we are you too so there is no judgment all there is is love and living from that place of love that's how we heal the world mm, yeah man I'm, I'm doing the breath technique now and uh Oh yes, there's so much power in the simplicity of uh, of of this stuff. Because like all, all of these spiritual grandmasters, man, you listen to them, simple stuff. You know, oh. it's, it's but it's so damn powerful. We 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 like to complicate everything and uh, kind of yeah. get this place of the mind, where in actual fact, the intelligence of the heart is so simple. It's the intelligence. Of yeah, the heart. Really it's so true. Yeah. There's nothing more true than the than when you're in that heart space, because everything is. And that's it. And that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. And for, for anyone that's listening as well, uh, if you want to mm. find out more about Dr. Voice, uh, there's another podcast. I think it's episode five, as well as we spoke about Lazo. There's also a podcast um, on Phoenix Vision. So definitely check those guys out if, if you're listening. Um, I, I want to pick up on, um, you know, some something that you've described a few times. Uh, I want to ask, ask about um to just ask some like like clarity on it um, for for anyone who's not familiar with the concept of like all is one. So mm. um, you know I've uh, I, we've we've spoken a lot about it, um, so I've, I've got a pretty good idea. But like, well, if, if someone was new to this concept of uh, all of us being one, what would you say? So you know, lo logically thinking, you know, uh, how can we be one when there's that dude over there who thinks differently to me and acts differently? And, yeah. And, 
some of the 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 teachers that I love listening to, watching, being a part of their events. The two main guys that I'm going to at the moment for everyone to understand this information. Uh, number one, Dr. Joe Dispenza. Number two, Wim Hof. Okay, these are two guys that are proving to us, like through science. We're all one through science. We're all one. Like if you delve into the quantum field, there is nothing that's not connected. Okay, let me try and rephrase that in another way. There is only one energy throughout the whole universe. We're a part of that energy. We're not separate to it, and there's nothing that's separate to that energy. So we are all one in that sense because there's nothing that we're separate from. And you've got the likes of Dr. Joe, who is demystifying all of these, uh, you know, like even certain language that we use that might be religion-based, like let's say chakras. Dr. Joe will say they're energy centers because you can actually measure, you can measure the energy that is in each center with monitors, you you, you know, like we've got brain scans, we've got the uh, heart uh, monitor. As you can take stool samples before and after. Dr. Joe is doing the tests on how we can become supernatural, superhuman, and how we can heal through whatever illness, whatever um, stress that's going on in your life. We can heal through uh, through science. And Wim, another guy who is letting science experiment on his body. And then, then having individuals that are uh, just this, I'll just quickly talk about this one experiment um, that Wim explains on a, a podcast that he done with Russell Brand. There was a experiment going on for uh, injecting E. coli bacteria, and it was you know big pharma trying to uh, measure the impact that it has on all different. There's there was actually over sixteen thousand people, sixteen thousand one hundred thirty four people that were in this study. They all took an injection. They got paid 400 euros, basically. The scientists will then measure the effects, nausea, sickness, headaches, whatever. They're all experiencing symptoms. There's there's stress there. The body's receiving stress. And they joined Wim on the end of that experiment, and they injected him with the E. coli bacteria. And within 15 minutes, there was no trace in his blood of the bacteria it would it would it's been beaten by wim's immune system his immune response and the scientists were like you've just got that's an anomaly Mm -hmm. and you're one-off you are a one-off and he's like i'm a human this is just training and they said to him okay would you uh be able to train 12 random individuals all different shapes sizes colors ages and he said yes and they asked him how long do you think that this would take Wim 12 months 18 months because they're thinking about having to fund this study and he said no 10 days and he took these guys on his retreat and within four days he said to the scientists they're ready bring them in (laughs) they'd done the experiment they injected them with E. coli bacteria and 12 out of 12 were all able to beat the E. coli bacteria no uh, implementary uh, inflammatory markers, none. 
it just goes to prove that it's just training. We've all got this potential, and I love the message of connecting science to this wisdom. That's so key. It's so key for people to understand how we're part of one energy system and we're, there's everything's vibrational energy, even all of this stuff that we have, walls, all of this stuff. That's just also just empty space because when you break that down to the smallest particle that we know, the atom, you look inside the atom and it's 99.99999% empty space. Okay, so we're all beings of empty space and we're all part of that oneness. Mm. Yes, it's so important having this uh, scientific backing in the world that we're in because it's uh, it's opening so many people up when there's a logical, tangible thing to explain phenomena that we think is just like, how can that be possible just because we can't see it? doesn't mean that it's not real and i personally have a lot to thank joe dispenza and lazo for 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 taking mm. me through the training a few years ago because i myself i i used to be of the disposition of like energy may or well, i spent like 10 years as an engineer like working with like mm. mechanics so it's like oh energy spirituality it's all like woo woo like not for me no thank you and then yeah. uh, you know having that quantum physics background that Joe Dispenza brings forth and having logical explanations for things that are illogical. If you don't have a certain understanding of it and I'll caveat on that, I don't pretend to understand how this stuff works because it is like you can spend a lifetime <laughs> that and still just scratch the surface. Um, but you know, there's, there's some understanding of a grasp of um, func- how things work functionally that the quantum physics and everything that Joe brings is incredibly helpful for. Um, and I, um, I just want to ask as well, because we, we, we're discussing about some of the wild things that were happening as a result of people attending the Dr. Joe Dispenza retreat. Like, I know you mentioned some pretty like gobsmacking figures around cancer cell reduction. So what, what mm. would you love to share about that, please, buddy? Yeah, definitely. So um, as part of the, the lecture, Dr. Joe likes to use some of their own research on what they've been measuring um, to explain to the people uh, the healing effects that can take place when going into these deeper states of consciousness uh, and ultimately moving from a space of 3D to 4D to 5D, you're basically opening up all your energy centers and you're able to be charged up from the universe. That that energy that we're all a part of, but we um we kind of have our energy walls and blocks in place, um, which we need to break through. But yeah, going on to the studies. So they're um, they're measuring, they're doing experiments and the scientists that are doing these experiments come on and they've done a presentation on the stage. These are scientists that are well accredited, published, work for all the big guys within uh the pharmaceutical industry that they they use the same uh studies and the same the same like uh mechanics of the uh experiment with what they've been doing for um big pharma so it's um these measures are being done under strict scientific scrutiny on before and afters and what the scientists said to start off with is like just um when they're doing these other studies for all these other, uh, um, whether it be um, to create pharmaceutical drugs or whatever the experiment is, 
it's very hard for them to get a case group of individuals that are all doing the same thing for an extended period of time because they might have someone come in, give them a stool sample, but the night before they had a certain dish, they had a certain, and it could have changed a lot with inside them. They could be drinking alcohol. But when you're on this week-long retreat, when they're doing these studies, no one's drinking alcohol. Everyone's pretty much on the same diet. They're doing the same routine. You know, they're having the same sleep patterns. And you've got a 1,000-plus people in this study. He said that data is undeniable, okay? It's the best sample of information and data that we're going to get, okay? so. That's what made them so interested to join and uh, join forces with Joe and come into the workshops and 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 do different measurements. So they're they're taking cheek scrapes before and after, um, blood samples, heart monitoring, um, brain scans. Uh, they're just going to look at start doing tears. All of these things that we can measure all have a different property. And what they are aiming a lot of their focus on is um, cancer and other chronic illnesses, Parkinson's. And we're actually, they're, they're seeing on average over a thousand people in this study, they're seeing on average of um, 70% reduction in values for cancer in their blood or any other uh way in which they're measuring it so some are going into spontaneous remission you know some of these individuals i had a lady sitting next to me who um on the third day she stood up on the second to last day uh, and she had a miraculous healing she was telling me how she's got carpal tunnel on both wrists she's got strong real bad arthritis all down right side and um she went through a healing in that night she went through a healing which actually healed her completely so you're having different people with different circumstances healing themselves and that's the power of dr joe's work and the meditations that we uh that we have uh the techniques that we can use basically damn damn powerful and like like what 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 this potentially means for modern medicine as well as um you know uh, paradigm shifts in general because like you know how a, a lot of people would perhaps struggle to make the link between uh meditation how can meditation possibly help cancer mm. as for fact you know the the um the body is an imprint of the psyche so you know why not and the results mm. show for it, and like seventy percent of on on average, is wild, like wild, like uh, is utterly. I'll just add just one thing that the uh, pharmacologist said. He said, when we make a drug, if it is ten to twenty percent effective, we consider that a good drug, and that will go out. That will get made. This is a seventy percent reduction. That's the shift. And with no side effects and within a week, <laughs> you know, that's transformational. Uh, utterly, mate. Utterly. I know. Well, you got a lot of lovely side effects from it as well. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
kind of put, puts me in mind of because they've, they've done numerous experiments with um med like meditation's effect on the environment around it and um there's well there's one that they've repeated many many times and this this is the um getting a group of a few thousand meditators in a city and at the time that they're meditating they witness uh, a reduction in crime they reduct uh witness a reduction in a and e visits mm. across the board during the space of time that the people are, are meditating you know the, the the coherence that they're creating is uh is is having an effect on the, on the local environment which is extremely powerful and uh and and you know like a slightly different example but still ties in you know are the moon's influence as well you know the the, the term lunacy because uh, at the times of full moon Mm. there's higher arrest rates there's higher a and e visits and um you know some people they can feel the sen sensitive they can feel a difference when there's a full moon like i matt that full moon was a couple of days ago i didn't sleep really didn't sleep. wow I mean, dude it was like really like it was strange like, i didn't sleep for like two days but i still felt like i slept but i didn't it was really like it was really strange so you know it kind of comes back to this um you know just because we can't necessarily see something with our naked eye doesn't mean it's there and you know the fact that your radio works is proof of that yeah um so i i guess like um just just like like clarification on kind of the environment like i know joe talks a lot about coherence and that that's what's being created through large groups of people meditating together right and that this is this is what kind of creates a really nice environment for these spontaneous healings to happen that's correct. Yeah, that's 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 so true. There's a there's there were two thousand five hundred people at the event, so you can imagine all all of those good intentions for one another. There was no judgment after one coherence healing. I actually thanked the lady that was part of you know the the lady that we was healing and said thank you. You allowed me to love unconditionally. There was no barriers there. I didn't know who she was. So I had my blindfold on. I didn't know she she had her blindfold on and you know it was just love for a soul currently here going through physical uh, I didn't know what the illness was or what the stress was or whatever it I just knew that I was there to channel an energy and and have the intention of her healing oh, so it's oh. powerful yeah, my 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 uh, my friend who was there as well. I think think you guys met. He he had similar yeah. stories. Anthony. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I I look forward to coming next time. <laughs> Definitely, bro. Yeah. I just I, I I just want to shift gears a little bit around the same topic, but kind of like I, I want to ask how how can meditation, mindfulness, and visualizations benefit those in the business world? Because I I know that you know it's it's been shift in certain things of how you guys do business and how you're thinking about things so um yeah we'll, we'll, right. let's no. yeah let me try and paint a picture of just imagine that this movement just continues to grow and all of these c-level business execs all of these individuals that are at the so-called top of the food chain within the business world just imagine all of those guys meditating on a daily basis and realizing all of these truths because there's no way that you can start to tap into that energy source and not realize that we are all part of the same wholeness, the same oneness. And that will help shift because as I mentioned earlier in the podcast is 
we in the business world, we are affecting the lives of the many in whatever capacity it is, whatever service you're selling or offering or whatever product you're selling, it is having uh, an effect on the on the larger scale. Meditation is going to be a key um, a key thing for us all to implement in the business world so that we can align ourselves with our true purpose we can align ourselves with that um, with that knowing and then ultimately make better decisions for the whole rather than just the just that individual because you start to see with a much wider vision you, you start to see without the walls in place between you and whoever it is you're doing business with or you and your clients there's no walls there's just there's just that that wholeness that oneness and um yeah so it's mindfulness visualization again mindfulness just be mindful of your thoughts don't get caught up too much in the in the in the chatter and that's how we're gonna because when you get caught in the chatter and I, I believe like the mind that's where all your problems will start and end <laughs> you know they will start there and they will end there because you leave them you let them go but it's you have to let them go the fault will still continue there will still be a fault but you don't participate in the fault. So that's the mindfulness aspect. You let it go. The fault will come in if it's not a fault of uh, that's going to raise your vibration or feel good or, you know, if it's a, one of anxiety or pessimism or whatever, you are going to uh, become aware of that and be mindful and let that go. And visualisation, yeah, like for us all to have a, a – grand vision of how we can create a world that is of harmony that is of peace that has evolved through the suffering because we're in a place where look, we've got food on our table we've got shelter we've got heating we've got everything that we would need in this western world yet there's so many other souls out there in different places that are starving or don't have shelter or don't have access to clean water or any type of medical treatment or any access essentially they're just you know they're they're going through a lot of trauma when they don't need to let's all come together and all make a conscious effort to uh share the light where there needs to be shared you know not just keeping it within our parameters within our families or within our business or within our country or within our, you know, with our social circle of that, within our culture, like let's spread it, spread the love to all the cultures because that's how we're going to help people that are in more need than us. We are in certain needs for sure. You know, like in the Western world, we have a lot of stress. We go, we process a lot of emotion. There's uh, a lot of the, egoic you know that illusion um of the matrix of the material world but yeah we just need to share that love and i feel that um, meditation and mindfulness are key elements for for the business execs to start shifting and yeah helping and contributing towards the evolvement of our species and, and life here on earth
I think I think uh, one of your superpowers is that you're so like the 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 oneness and the concept of uh, helping others, and because we're all so part of the same thing. Uh, it's so grounded into the very fiber of your being. And the, like, this is like part of your transmission as, as well as like a being of absolute love of deep desire to want to help uh, change things on this earth where you're seeing that there's an, an imbalance. And, you know, like uh, one, one thing that really uh, like pumps me up and uh, excites me around, around work with you as well is, is, is the position that you're in to be able to make this kind of change within the world that you're in, because um, you know, I, I think everyone's walking the spiritual path, whether they know it or not. And, you know, I think uh, those in, in, in the business world paradigm, you know, the execs, the CEOs, and um, all those that, that flow flow from them. Generally speaking, I don't want to kind of make any like big assumptions, but like generally speaking, I would, I would say that they would maybe err away from spirituality or not be so exposed to spiritual concepts and therefore they might not, might not be so, um, so, so in, 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 um, well, yeah, not have the exposure. So therefore not have the opportunity to get into it. So, you know, one of the reasons why I was so pumped to, to, to know you is, is, is the, uh, is the position that you're in to make that change because of, you know, the, what you've done within the business world, the reputation that you carry and, but like the, the, this groundedness of oneness and love, and the desire to want to change the business world and, and being perfectly situated to, to do so. It's a yeah. very special thing. And uh, you, you're kind of like the, the infiltrator, the spiritual infiltrator of the business world. <laughs> um, I am. I've been, I've been having those type visions, you know, where I'm like, okay, if not me, then who? And I need to, it's bigger than me. It's completely bigger than this current uh, version of, Bob, you know, like I, I have to get out my own way, and um, yeah, that's definitely been a message that's been banging on my door. The more and more that I've been doing this work, you know, like it's bigger than me. It's probably the first book that I'm going to write. Actually, that's the title. It's bigger than me because as soon as any of the doubts creep in, as soon as any of the the lack of effort, or it's bigger than me. So I like get over yourself and get to it <laughs> yes mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, that's power i you just um uh, uh reminded me of something actually um I, I know you've recently started a youtube channel to share some of your wisdom some of your um uh, vlogs and uh no so in the early stages but would uh, would you care to just share a little bit about your channel of course that people know yeah 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 yeah, so one of the visions that I received was me like signing books as Conscious Bob and this name come to me. And where I'm doing all this letting go work, I don't want to have a title. I don't want to have a name. If anything, I'm considering changing my name to Bobby Love instead of Bobby Ward because love is what I represent, okay? It's just like Ram Dass and all these other type guys they, they change their name because don't hold on to the name. But yeah, Conscious Bob come to me and it's like, okay, I know that that could be a part of the movement. You know, people need a name to anchor on or whatever. And it's at the very early stages. It's very raw and uncut. And I've got videos that I've recorded that I've not posted yet because we were talking about it earlier. I've got first world problems of poor Wi-Fi at home. and. Like even I was in town yesterday 
tried to upload a video and it took a whole day uploaded this morning so yeah um it's just a platform that i am going to use to log my journey in whatever capacity that comes up at that in that moment sometimes i'll just grab my phone record a video or a voice note and then youtube's obviously a channel that i can share it on um so yeah i'm stepping into this space i've still got so much other work that i'm working on so i'm trying to juggle mold everything in and create space for it all but i know conscious bob and that channel and that message um does need to be shared because i've got an audience i've been living a certain life within the material world i know what it's all about and i can help those individuals that are also on that journey to you know guide them into a place where they will feel more whole so yeah um conscious bob you can find it on youtube i'm going to start a website soon and i'm going to use different means to share this information as i say i'm going to write books i've already started about seven books in my notes you know i've got 10 projects <laughs> in my notes i've created brochures for some i've got people that are interested invested in me and others and it's just like i'm bringing it all together i'm uh, obviously working with you is a key element and a key part of that helping me uh, bring it all into the the mothership and let everything have its place and let everything have uh, some like dedicated time. At the moment, Vorto is still in a stage where it needs my input. I'm getting it to soon enough a stage where that will be running autonomously, you know, give it six, 12 months maybe, and we'll be in a position where the team can handle everything day to day and I can work on the books. I can work on some of these organisations that um, – I've had uh, come to me in visions that are going to help people live in a uh, place where they'll feel, you know, a living situation that's got its own its own uh, um, food supply, its own energy supply, its own water supply. Its floor will be grounded, so like when you walk on your home indoors, uh, you're going to be connected to the earth outside, same as when you sleep on your mattress. Things like this, that's one of the projects, but I've got lots of different things that have come to me that I know that I need to bring about into the world. I'm in the right position. I've got the right network around me in order to bring these projects and actually let them have a big impact on the world. So, yeah, um, still on that journey. And Conscious Bob is just like, I suppose, a part of the uh, becoming my future self. Great. Yeah, it's like like I said at the start of the podcast, man. You you are a true in in and out expression of the visionary archetype. And yeah, it's just such a yeah, it's such a joy and a pleasure just listening to the projects and finding out what's 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 on your horizon, and then also knowing that it's already done. It's already done. Oh yeah, that's it. It's I've already been there. I've already experienced it. I've already felt it. Time is a continuum, you know. So you just you can feel that. Mm-hmm. Awesome man. I got I got a couple more questions before we wrap up. I, I want to kind of come um come back to bonded by love actually like this phenomenal yeah. body of work that Vic channeled 
over these 10 days and like it's just like wow like the whole like well the creation of that is very special and i i know we, we've spoken about you linking this to a light worker project involving bracelets because like um i, I know a, a large part of the audience of this podcast are um therapists light workers yeah who work with people so um yeah uh, they'd be quite interested to find out about um you know what we discussed around um definitely idea for so that. Bonded by Love is going to be our organisation, our hub of uh, sharing this light. But the actual message of Bonded by Love is changing the world one act of kindness at a time. But what we'd like to, to be is a, a place where well, we can build a light worker community. Okay. And actually, we all know that there's a movement taking place. We all can all feel that. We're all playing a part of that. We're all sharing these type of podcasts. We're all sharing this information and feeling the movement. Yet what we realize is there's not a symbol. There's not something that when you're walking down the street that you recognize that there's other light workers walking past you. So what we want to do is bonded by love. So the uh, it's two rings that are hooked together, essentially, and that is um, because we're all bonded by love. Uh, that's the strongest force in the universe, as we've mentioned. And what we want to do is start to um, each bracelet, let's say I bought you a bracelet, that would start a ripple of love. You would then buy someone else a bracelet and they would receive their bracelet and it comes with the box, the message of what it's what it represents to wear one of these. And you are doing the best to your ability of being a light worker. What does that mean? Being a light worker is just seeing where you can bring light. It might be just helping someone in the supermarket or it might be letting someone have the spot in the queue in front of you. It might be, you know, when you're head on with someone else and there's a car parking space, let them in it. You know, you can find the next one. It's just if you're able to share the light in that in that moment and it's not going to put you at any risk or whatever just be a light worker when you turn up in people's lives are they going to feel uplifted or are they going to feel down it's just something that we feel like would be a huge part of the movement if you're walking down the street and you see someone with a light worker band you know that they're on the same path as you you smile you have a little nod you like you maybe have a coffee with them or you just get to know them. And what what's going to be so cool about the Ripples of Love is that we're going to build a um, an online portal so that let's say I bought you one and you bought someone else one and that went on for a couple of years and there's 50 in the, in the chain, in the Ripple of Love. Well, we are going to create communication between the Ripple, you know, and we can all have our own type of ripple and you can have uh, meetups or you can have a WhatsApp group of a certain ripple and you're just going to be getting all unique individuals that are part of a, a group and ultimately have messages for one another, grow off each other, uh, interact. So yeah, that's uh, bracelets that we're currently having designed and made. We're just waiting on a final design and then we'll, We'll get them listed on the on the website and start sending them out ourselves. But yeah, we're we've been we've been 
living from bonded by love ever since the book was written and we do random acts of kindness wherever we can see fit you know wherever there's some something that would be you know like they would get a great uh two hours out of a session with dr voice well we'll just book that randomly for someone you know you know it's just little things like that that are gonna help that individual and light them up that's what it's about bonded by love is about lighting one another up and that movement will continue to grow because the movement's growing it's just we've not got the symbol for the movement you know like so it's just yeah we want to we want to share that Damn, my heart is like so like whoa, open at the moment man Oh, I can't wait until these come out. I got like at least 100 yeah. light workers well, I want to get for like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll um I'll send you some other photos that we do as well. We've got bonded by love cards, and they're just little cards that we write a simple message on it, like believe in yourself, and we'll pin it somewhere or whatever the message is that comes to us in that time. It, we will have like loads of pre-written, and we'll put one on the um till checkout or whatever. We'll just put them in little random spots, and people find that unique message and go, oh, I can believe in myself or I can overcome this this hurdle, whatever the message is. Yeah, man, I, I remember I, I got on the bus once and there was like a piece of folded up paper and uh, I opened it and it and it said, um, uh, it said, whatever you're going through, you'll make it. Uh, I think at the time yeah. I was going through a tough bit of a tough time and like I read yeah. this and I was like, Oh my god! And like it completely changed the course of how I, I was uh, moving through that day. So yeah, this yep. oh man, I'm so excited. There's power in that. There's real power in those messages, especially when they're random. Mm. People are like, "Wow, this was for me." You know, I sat here on this chair and I got that bit of paper, and it was right next to me. Like you know, it's for you because it's you picked it up. <laughs> yeah absolutely man it's, it, it makes me think of the golden keys again because you know yeah write a bunch of these uh notes put them out just send them out there and you yeah. know that the right message will find the right person at the right time yeah know, and just spread that love and spread that goodness and uh yeah yeah this is what it's about my man Oh mate, so I come to come to my last last question for you. What what an episode, man! I really really, mm-hmm. really enjoyed the last uh, hour or so we shared together. Um, yeah, so the last question is: Phoenix Vision is dedicated to creating a transformative vision of health for its listeners. So, what does transformation mean to you, and what would you like to transform in the future? Transformation, or well, actually coming like before I jumped on this podcast, I I know how I've transformed so much because, I mean, you would have given me this some years ago. I would have been so nervous to jump on and speak and hold a conversation and be recorded. And, and do you know what? Transformation is a journey and it will be a continuous journey in this lifetime. But you can see noticeable change. And it's about, I believe, transformation is about overcoming our fears and overcoming our hurdles and overcoming the tests that we get presented in each. Because we've all got different tests. You know, a lot of them will be similar in different ways. And But ultimately, we've all got tests that we are here to overcome. 
And that is the transformational journey that uh, we all uh, need to go on so that we can evolve our soul. You know, we're, yeah, we're currently, I've got my Bob tests. I've got, you've got your Jess hurdles, whatever they are. You know, we've all got something and that's why we're here. We're not ascended yet. We've got something to work on. Um, and yeah, going back to what I was just mentioning is, I was able to become completely aware of when those thoughts come up of doubt or why are you doing this? Who are you to share your message and all of that type of um, unwanted mind chatter because it only puts you in a state of fear. I was able to be the witness of it and to be the awareness of it and be mindful of that chatter and let it go because I know it's much bigger than me, remember, I have to get out my own way and I need to put myself out there, whether that makes me uncomfortable or not. If anything, it's amazing that you are you're able to have that opportunity to be uncomfortable, to measure where you're at in your transformational journey. Like, where are you in that timeline? And I know that I'm evolving because I'm here right now and I've held it together. You know, like I've, I feel like we've had a great conversation and yeah, so I will transform for the rest of my life. I love that journey. I, you know, that's what fulfills me. That's what gives me sense of purpose. And look, I've got two beautiful daughters. I've got a wonderful fiance. And I need to do as much transformational work on myself so that I am better for them. I need to work on myself so I'm better for the whole. You know, I need to work on myself as much as I can. So that, yeah, I am contributing positively to the collective. So, yeah, that's that's it, brother. Damn, fire, fire, fire. That is <laughs> man, and that is the power of love. Which yes. In, in abundance, my friend. So. Thank you for uh, hosting me. Uh, I'd love to... To have a follow up with you whenever that that may be on a podcast, because um, yeah, this is what I'd like to to do going forward. You know, start to um, be guests on past podcasts, but actually do my own podcast and invite business execs on that are on the journey or not on the journey, or just to get their perspective and just have some raw conversations like what we've done today. Fantastic, mate. I, I look I look forward to hearing some of the raw conversations. Yeah. All right. Cool, bro. Well, my my man, thank you so much once again for coming on. It's been a fantastic chat. Um uh, it's not a chat, this is a deep conversation about me. <laughs> no, I would not call it. <laughs> <laughs> and I look forward to our next deep conversation. Um thank you, Bobby, for being you, who which is a being of love that is here to affect so much meaningful, deep change on this planet. And it's a, it's a pleasure to walk with you, brother. And let's, Thank uh, you so much. means a lot. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Peace. Take care. Bye.